there, Softball Universe. Welcome back to another episode of Softball Diaries. I'm your host, back at it again, Alex Kluger. Here's my co-host, Matthew Bogovetsky. Hey, guys. It's been a while since especially you and I have had a podcast. It's been it's- many weeks. Uh, I'm not sure how many games have uh, transpired since uh, you know the last one, but happy to be back into it, maybe get some more regularity. Yeah, definitely got to get back in the swing of things. I know the 50, after episode 50, there's a blowout. Yeah. There's a little bit too much excitement. I, I need to come wanna, down from all the drugs. I don't want to think that we're over the hill here, but you know, maybe it feels like it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, also joining us in studio, uh, Claudette Pumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Claudette, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. This is a really big get for us. So. Yeah, our agents were talking to your agents, our people talking to your people. Uh, glad that the dates could finally line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Buka, how's your weekend? Uh, it was great. Uh, I was in Jersey. Uh, got to hang out in a pool. Uh, didn't thunderstorm on me, but uh, most importantly, we got some Jersey corn, which I think is the best part about Jersey. Sick, sweet. Is that, <laughs> that's like sweet corn. Is there anything else? Is there any corn that's not sweet? Yeah, there's like the maize, like the maize. Like, yeah, yeah, because oh, it's like, that's but that, no, but that, like you get cornmeal and stuff like that. That would be non-sweet corn. Yeah, isn't all corn maize though? There's not like a specific maize is just corn. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Claudia, are you doing anything for the uh, the DNC? Um, no, really not. You're not gonna um. like uh, <laughs> do a protest for Bernie or anything like that. I'm definitely gonna wear my uh, Bernie Bay shirt. Just have some Bernie pride going on. Um, to be very honest, I actually have like no idea what's happening with politics. I only know like the main things so i kind of feel out of the loop no see that's that's the thing is that you are perfectly um positioned to make an in a, like a choice just like every other american everyone's in the same exact space pretty much yeah. especially the well, people not that all of us have Trump. bernie bay shirts but, but you know, it should be more prepared than a lot of people yeah that's true <laughs> yeah but it should be a good week for philly i guess yeah i don't know i'm leaving on thursday so oh, i'm leaving on tuesday oh, where are you going i'm going to california for 10 days Oh, okay. Where are you going? I'm going to Quebec City. Wham. Yeah. Gonna learn how to speak French all over again. All right, we got a game recap coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to do the most recent game recap just for the short for the interest of time and also because we don't really remember what happened multiple weeks ago that's bullshit Clegger. you just don't want to talk about that time i had a home run i wasn't even there you weren't there again what you're just trying to bury the lead when i hit a home run okay what, what, what have you done for me lately i've been hit it all right You've been hitting, all right? Yeah, you're pretty good the fast. Yeah, game. I'm just lucky. Um, f- fine. Before we talk about the game, tell me all about the home run. Uh, I hit it off of Enrique. Okay. Suck it, Enrique. Nice. Um, it went far. It felt really good. It felt like I didn't hit anything. Was it center field shot, left field, right field? I think it was center field. No, it was left field. Was it an important hit? It was important to me. Did you get any? RB- <laughs> did you get any RBIs? Yeah, I think so. Was it like, did it feel like it was like slow motion? It felt, honestly, when it hit, I never hit a ball that hard before. It honestly felt like I like wasn't even making contact with anything. Like it just felt effortless. It was a very surreal moment. I felt like my body, my mind had left my body or 
That's really beautiful. Um, I was actually on base for a home run this this week, and it kind of felt the same way. How was the trot? Uh, it felt really good, to be honest. So go ahead, three run home run hit by Tom Kelly. Oh yeah, uh, it was, was pretty cool. awesome. All right, so the captains were Noah Rush versus Jeff Knight. Uh, do you know what the team names were? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I think Jeff Knight was like the, ble- the bleeding nips. Yeah, or Je- like that. it was Jeff Knight and the bleeding nips. That was the team name. He didn't really come up with it. He has <laughs> having a lot of trouble. Uh, I think he was a good captain, but I think he was at max capacity doing what he was doing. I think anyone in that situation would be, and sure. especially Jeff, Jeff Jeffrey Knight. Right. And uh, Noah's team was butt drunk, which I think is a great name personal opinion. You do love butts. I am a big fan of butts and getting drunk with my butts. So these were, has Jeff ever captained before? I don't think he has. Two, I, two rookie captains going at it. Um, yeah, and uh, I think they did a good job. It's a little tough because it was, there were a lot of people there. It was a beautiful night out. Extremely difficult, actually. Yeah, it was hot, but it cooled down, which was really awesome. A very difficult situation, especially for Noah, who I assume doesn't really know a lot of people's names, and Jeff, I assume, just can't ever have a conversation that lasts uh, shorter than 35 minutes. So, uh, really, the, the odds were stacked against them, but they did a really good job of organizing their team. I was on Noah's team, and he did a good job of keeping uh, the... The fielders being rotated, getting the right pitchers in there, and he, he had an awesome lineup. I was leadoff, so really no complaints there. Yeah, I think he did a really good job uh, drafting. Uh, Noah did. I think uh, Jeff, yeah. Knight, Jeff Knight sort of uh, maybe, especially for not really have been, having been there a bunch of times before. Like Jeff Knight knew everyone, but still I feel like maybe got caught up in the moment. Maybe he thought he was making some clever moves. Maybe they weren't as clever as so he thought. So that's the thing is maybe Noah actually has an extreme advantage by only by having an extreme recency effect here in terms of only knowing a few good people that have been good in the in the last couple of games. So like hmm. that's all he's going to draft off of versus Jeff is friends with people knows historical like knows how people do doesn't want to hurt any feelings has relationships to maintain. So being an extreme outsider with a very short memory, I think actually helped Noah a whole lot here. Yeah, you're probably right actually. Uh, one thing I definitely want to talk about is uh, Zach Crone throwing knuckleballs. Yes. Which has to be one of the strangest experiences. Yes. Like, so this is at least the second or third time that Zach's come in in, in uh, pitching in relief. And he, um, I don't know what his career pitching-wise has been. We we'll, we'll definitely want to get him in the studio at some point in the future. But he throws the ball as a fastball really, 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 really fast. Um, but he also has... The knuckleball. Right. So he's been working on trying to slow down. I think he did a good job. Every once in a it's while... Hard. He's like 18 every, feet tall. Yeah, every hard. once in a while it came in a little too fast, but I think he knew when he was making... He doesn't move. throw it as hard as Steph. Uh, I think he does, but... Uh, yeah, I know. It was more yeah. of a... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steph looked at you. She, you'll get yours later, Clugger. You'll get yours later. <laughs> um, no, but I was just mostly amazed like when he threw a knuckleball to me and it actually knuckled, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And then the next one... Then he threw another knuckleball to me, and I hit it, and I hit it, I guess, right into Gabe's face. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no, you didn't hit it into Gabe's face. It actually was, uh, it, bounced it bounced up. Yeah. It bounced up off of the, the, the packed hard uh, dirt, and it hit him in the shoulder, luckily. Uh, that was a scare. Got fell over. It was, but he popped up real fast. Yeah. Not, yeah. So, um, definitely the, the conversation of the night was Rachel Sanders and her two incredible defensive plays. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have any more skin on her butt. <laughs> yeah, so uh, who hit who hit the pop-up? That know. was Rohan. Then. Rohan hit a pop-up to just like 
let's say the northeast side of the pitcher's mound. It's behind the behind the pitcher, but in front of the second, well in front of the second baseman. Northeast, if you're doing cardinal directions with the the mound. Yeah, but that confusing because it's sort of actually going Very west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Kate Corcoran was on first. Um, there were maybe one out, maybe zero outs. Yeah. And this was kind of almost in no man's land in terms of the pitcher having a tough time to range back and the second baseman being playing a little bit too far off. But Sanders uh, kind of makes a beeline towards it, uh, sacrifices her body. I did not think she was going to get to it. I didn't think so either. I thought that even when she got moving that the ball was already coming down. But she, she had the mound to deal with and she ended up falling, made the catch, immediately knew to throw to first. Kay Corcoran was completely out of the play, was, was basically halfway to second, and would have been out by a mile, but, you know, Sanders rushed the throw a little bit, which yeah. is the same thing that I would have done because I was excited. Uh, I, I you wouldn't have made the, the catch mindset. initially. I, wouldn't, I would <laughs> definitely not have made the catch, but, you know, this is an aspirational yeah. hope for me. I was on the bench. Uh, it was my team that hit the side of the pop-up, and I was yelling at Kate to run. Just like run, because like she had stopped at first base to see if someone would catch it. I was like, "There's no way she's getting to that ball run," and she did get to it. <laughs> I felt like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I guess that you, because if if that ball drops, you're out at second no matter what. So I don't know what what is the proper base running in the in an infield five. You just situation. gotta take like two steps. That's it, really. But you're, you're not making it a second base in that situation, most likely. Yeah. But I guess it's better than getting doubled off. Uh, and then she also had a. a Deep long fly catch to end the game. Yeah, I'm sure. Which was, was an impressive catch, and also a catch which I could really good. I thought I thought Noah's team, butt drunk, was better team overall. Uh, and I don't really know our team, my team, uh, the bleeding nips. We just kept on hanging in there, just playing small ball. Uh, but yeah. then at the very end, it got. No, I totally agree, because uh, Butt Drunk did their best to kind of, they, they were the front runners the whole game, but then Jeff Knight and the Bleeding Nips uh, scored a bunch of runs and ended up tying the game at, s- at seven and had a lot of the momentum going away. We almost thought that that might have been the sixth inning and there was going to be a walk-off situation, but luckily Butt Drunk got another uh, crack of the bat. Yeah. And so Tom, to Tom Kelly, after having a really good game, Finally cashed in with his first home run of the season, and it was a big one. That's Tom Kelly's third home run of the season, I think. Well, <laughs> the most important one is what I okay. meant to say. Yeah, uh, I think it was, it, was, it was funny because I, I wrote about this a little bit. You, you were second up. It was one out when you came up. You were leading yeah. off. Oh, or yeah. you were at the top of the lineup. And you hit, like, a really hard line drive to, like, right center field. it was just a pop-up. No, it was, it was, a, a, good, it was a good line drive. That's about the hardest I could ever hit a ball. And right, it, that's and what it I mean. Go, it, it didn't go out, so I know that I, I could never was on, hit a home it was run. A, no, it was on a line drive. If you got it up a little <laughs> bit more, it would be... Absolutely. Anyway, it was a tailing away from Chris Mopey. Chris Mopey almost made a great play on it. It actually got into his glove. It just, like, was so far away from it, he couldn't come down with it. It was actually really confused when I would, like... It like, looked like he had it for caught. a second. Yeah. Uh, and I read him, like, if he makes that catch, maybe it's different. Maybe, like, you know, the whole world yeah, totally turns right, out a little Sanders gets a walk after that, and then Tom Kelly cashes in. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a tie game. Yeah. Anyway, Tom killed the fish he, he saw. Uh, he got one that he liked, and he took it took it for a, took it for a nice little walk. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, yeah. He he was very excited. Definitely, he uh, came screaming around first base. I was like, "It's a big moment! Woo! <laughs> tie game, breaking up a tie game! Oh, like absolutely! That? It's, it's awesome!" 
Yeah, uh, anyway, our team almost had a comeback. We had men on bases, but we couldn't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah, so. so final score was 10-3? 10-7. 10, yes, 10-7. <laughs> Down by three. Um, yeah. All right, and before we stop talking about this game, I do want to bring up a hilarious little uh, you know, side note with uh, Kyle Garvey. Uh, oh, because Kyle Garvey, fresh off the podcast, knows everything about softball, but managed to get in a weird rundown situation where he uh, oh, was yeah. on Kyle's, Kyle's base running overall was questionable that after like I sort of yelled at Gabe, because Gabe was like yelling at him, hey, if the ball's in the air, you stay on first, and then like, I was like, oh, we asked him that, come on, Gabe, give him a break, and then like, immediately the next one, he on a double or on a ground ball he overruns second base and I tagged him out when he went past second base running into it did you tag him out because he ended up being safe at first no 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 no. that was that was a different scenario oh and then later Zach Crone was on second base okay so Zach was on second base and he is not he's extremely slow as he will be the first one to admit and he was not trying to push it to third base uh he was on yeah and Kyle Garvey was trying to go to second base. Yeah, Kyle Garvey <laughs> met him at second base, and then Zach went to third, and then the ball went to third, and then the yeah. Zach was forced back to second, and Kyle ended up being back at second. I think it was safe all around, but it was... Uh, yeah, Kyle wound uh, up going a, back. It's a weird way to get a single. Yeah, Ben Link was very confused as to where he was supposed to throw the ball. He was the one that got the ball at third base. Anyway, it was just kind of funny, I you think. Don't, you don't really anything. practice that drill. In, no, we don't, we uh, don't do a lot of uh, rundown, rundown training. Yeah. All right. Softball Diaries listeners, we are very excited to have Claudette Pumbo, Pumbo number five, <laughs> in studio. Pumbo, I know you're, you've always listened to Softball Diaries. Know, How excited yeah, are you to be a huge here? Fan. I'm so excited. There's not a morning that I don't wake up and listen to Softball Diaries. So I feel like my dreams are coming true today. It's right. great. Yeah, if you just had to describe Softball Diaries in one sentence, what would that sentence be? No, let's just, uh, just one word. What, 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 what word? Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, that's, that's <laughs> We'll glory. take it. We're smiling. <laughs> yeah, put that on the uh, profile of the thing. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, Pumbo, you recently got back from uh, Europe. So, where'd you go? How, how long were you gone for? And was there, like, a reason for a trip? Um, I went to Spain, France, and Germany. I was gone for about like three weeks. I went with Yosuke Araki, which was cool. Um, and Thomas, Thomas Moore. Yeah, 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 Thomas Moore. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, and the reason for going. And Juliet, Juliet used to play softball, right? I, yeah, I didn't know that about her. Yeah, she, yeah. she came a couple times. I really need to get her back into softball. She's yeah. such a wonderful person. Anyway. Um, she's always smiling. Yeah. Little ray of sunshine. Um, and the reason for going was to party, have fun, vacation. How was it mission accomplished? Did you party? Did you have oh fun? Oh my god, so much. Yacht was the what, best. What had the best, what of places you went to had the best party scene? Um, I definitely have to say Barcelona because it's like, um, the clubs are open from like 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. So it's like you go get dinner at 11 p.m. You go out at 12, you get home at like 6.30, 7 a.m. So yeah, my liver wasn't very impressed with me, but I'm still alive. That sounds awful to me. 
It's just a lifestyle. You just have to get used to it. It's six, a eight, party like, lifestyle. Plus, everyone in Barcelona, nobody has jobs there. So well, that's they might what, as well I'm, be up that's what I'm wondering. It's yeah. like, yeah, does anyone like work? No one works. No one works. Mm -hmm. Just drink some wine, go yeah. get nasty at a club, and <laughs> wake up when the... Or go to bed when the sun comes up. Well, they, they do... Even if they have work, they still take, like, a three-hour siesta, like, yeah, halfway the through the day. Yeah, siesta's great. I wish I had a siesta. It's awful for, like, if you're trying to get anything done, because it's, like, stores are just completely closed from, like, one to four. Like, oh, my it's, God. Such typical American... Buy, uh, buy, buy, <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> exactly. Work harder. Um... So what's your favorite European country? Um, I'd definitely say Spain. Um, Germany was cool, but Spain was my favorite. The people are just like super friendly, super down for whatever. Um, I thought you were about to say super dumb. <laughs> super I like dumb. that. I like that. Super dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just beautiful, all in all. Yeah. Beaches, city, people, party, love. Friendship. What about you, Clagger? Do you like what European city do you? I haven't, I haven't been to enough countries, but I do like Spain a whole lot. Uh, I like the Netherlands. I think that probably France is probably my favorite, just because like you know I'm a classical kind of guy. I had the best time in Berlin. I thought that place was amazing. <gasps> Whoa, we have three very different. <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been in Germany. Um, all right. So what about back in the United States? What's a what's a typical day like? Typical day for you like in Philly? Um, does that even exist? <laughs> it does. Um, I'm a bit of a routine person, so I wake up, the first thing that I do is go get a soy latte from Rocket Cat, and I eat a bagel with veggie cream cheese, avocado, tomato. Is, is that tomato. like a very, <laughs> is that a very Philly thing to do? Eat bagels? Very American? Uh... I don't know. It's I all. Really it's all I know. It seems. Like it seems very normal to it's me. It's very like northeast. I'd say. Northeast yeah, bagels are great. It's yeah. just bread. I, lo I, love, I love bagel. Bagels. I mean, I. I so good. Love bagels. I, I personally love lots, cats lots bagel. of cream cheese. Where yeah, do you well, go I mean, for bagels? I mean, now I go special occasions. On sometimes on Saturdays I'll go to Philly style bagels. Yeah. Get Ooh. their BLT on a uh, on a rye bagel. Oh my god. Oh, it is so good. I've heard really good things about that place. Get the BLT. I, I don't know. Do you eat meat? Or are you not a meat person? Yeah, right. Get the BLT on the rye bagel. I like their. Morning. I like their salmon classic. Salmon classic is. I, like I, just, I have a. I have a sauce. I think, sauce I think they got like they like have like this. It's like a homemade mayo too, so it's got like a oh, tang no, to it. I'm out. It's got a nice tang to it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, their bagels a, are good, but it's, it's really delicious. Nineteen bucks for a dozen. It's, 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 it's really it's expensive. Ridiculous. That's why I said special. Occasions. Yeah, when you get when you get on your Sunday best. Guys, I just have to say one more thing about bagels. Um, so if you buy a bagel in the city with like veggie, cream cheese, avocado, tomato, it's around like eight dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. probably about right. Eight. Maybe like six fifty, eight eight bucks. If you go to like Schmear or whatever, it's gonna be like there's no cheap bagel places really. Guess okay. what? And then you go to Wawa, bagel, veggie cream cheese, avocado, tomato, cucumber, two dollars eighty cents. That's true. How's it? Yeah. So cheap. Yeah, they taste. It's a completely different like genre of bagel though, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> probably like cut up. Like, and they meat. toast no, it too. I mean, yeah, they toast it, and it's baked on site or whatever. But yeah. It's true. Do they toast yeah. do they do their own great. bagels there? I don't I actually know. They only do their own rolls. Where do you think they come from then? I don't know. From vague. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna cut to it. Um, how did you end up in Philly? You're you obviously have an accent. I don't think that you were born in Philadelphia. 
actually no, just I think that's from, a like, northeast. Deep, yeah, yeah, just kidding. Um, I originally came to the states as an au pair, which like I don't, maybe people are familiar with this, but it's like a one year or two year like live in nanny mm -hmm. program. It's supposed oh. to be seen as like a cultural exchange. Um, so basically, how it works is you apply to be an au pair, and then they match you with a family. And if the family likes you and you like the family then it's good to go. And the family that I matched with lived in South Jersey. So South Jersey was cute and cool, but it's like only nice if you're like five or 35 <laughs> kids. So I used to just come up to Philly to like party and see friends. And yeah, I moved here after I was done all pairing. Great. Uh, so we're definitely going to cut to your childhood in a second, but was your intention when you came over with the au pair program to probably stay in the States, or was that kind of just an organic, like, we'll see what happens? It was definitely a we'll see what happens. I obviously, like, really enjoyed living here, but I also knew that it was, like, very difficult to immigrate, so it wasn't, like, anything that I had planned on, so I was just like, I'll travel, maybe I'll come back in, like, a year or two, and yeah, I was just like gonna see where the wind takes me kind of a thing yeah. the winds took you to south jersey <laughs> <laughs> yeah very exotic are you still close with the uh, with the family i speak to them every now and then um yeah i wouldn't say that we speak like every month but i keep in touch for sure are yeah. you like super excited to like raise a child now secretly i actually want to have like five cute little babies i want to name them like Crackers, cotton, <laughs> apple, fairy. Crackers, cotton, apple, and what? Um, fairy and, and baby child. Fairy. Oh, wait, and go I was actually thinking of naming my children like Google, Google Maps, Google Images. Oh. Yahoo, oh, oh. Bing. No, I love that. I love that idea. Oh my god, this is so good. I love the idea of, of a Google Maps. Go to the naughty corner. Dude, and just <laughs> thinking about like that, the SEO, like being able, like, like you, you, you could not know information about someone's kid if their kid's name is Google Maps. How are you gonna look no, up? It's such a trendsetter because like, you, you know what that high school that Google Maps go to. You know that happened with like Google. one, you know, because like now all boys are named Jaden that are born like this year, and it was definitely like one person one time was just like, oh, I named my kid Jaden, and like. The other moms were like, oh, I love that name. You're going to start a trend. Someone's going to be like, what's that baby's name? Oh, it's Google Maps. I love that name. And then every kid's going to be yeah. Google Maps. Or maybe Yahoo. Although, you see Yahoo just got bought by Verizon. Oh, no way. 4.8 billion. Like, a shadow of their former their former. 4.8 billion. UFC is almost worth that they, much. They, they used to be worth <laughs> over $125 billion. So, like, it's crazy. So, yeah, don't name your kid off failing. Okay. Uh, or maybe do. It's like a throwback oh, thing. Uh, it's a classic. No. No more. The crooks. Do you know what Lacroix means in French? The the shit? The potato bag. <laughs> potato bag. Like Stephanie. The can? It's the cross. The cross. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Like lacrosse. Like, like, uh, like the sport, lacrosse. Yeah, well, look at the... Uh, that's not gothic at all. <laughs> Pamplemousse. So what part of South Africa did you grow up in? I'm from a small town in Johannesburg called Krugersdorp. 
So is Johannesburg... Is that, is that crazy spell? Is there like Y's and G's all over Afrikaans, that right? Is that what it is? Um, I don't know. I, it is, I'm just ignorant to it. No, no. It totally is. It's Afrikaans. But no, it's not spelt um, okay, maybe Kruger's Dorp. Kind of how you say it. Okay. So it's, I thought That's Johannesburg... Crazy, it's, I, thought, <laughs> I thought Johannesburg was a, a city. Is it a city or a region? It's a city. There is it's like a huge city. There's there's like a city center. Then there's like a lot of suburban areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Say it again. Huh? <laughs> the 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 town. Oh, Krugersdorp. Mm. Yeah, um, it's like a really small town, like forty five minutes from the city, and it's actually got the biggest white um, homeless population, which is really weird in like the world or in like south, in south africa, africa. Just like, hmm. but in yeah. like the small town yeah it's like a tiny tiny town and then like literally why would just they around... all be in the small town why wouldn't they be in johannesburg or whatever i don't know i have no idea it's like kind of a weird phenomenon but um Krugersdorp was cool so you re- yeah you really wanted to stay there huh <laughs> that told me a lot about life um yeah anyway so i do are you still in touch with anybody that you like went to high school with or anything like that? Yeah, I still have some high school friends that I keep in touch with, but I feel like ninety percent of the people that I went to high school with are very like straight edged, you know, like well, I'm just kids. Yeah, I'm just curious as to what like what like a typical Kruger's Turbo person uh, is doing is doing now. <laughs> Kruger's Turbo. I know. I, I I'm, not, I'm not even gonna make an attempt at like, it. Did so more people move to move into <laughs> Joburg like? proper or are they in other places um a lot of them have like moved to like bigger towns but also a lot of my high school friends still stay in Krugersorp which is like a very depressing thing to me I don't know like that could never be me Krugersorp is very very small and there's like nothing to do and people walk around without shoes on and it's weird yeah it's good to know that people don't move out of their hometown even in other countries yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's probably it's just as prevalent, if not more prevalent. Wait, countries. were you guys both born in Philly, and have you never left? Uh, All right. Yeah, so yeah, I've pretty much left. I mean, we grew up in the suburbs. Yeah, so like, it would be from, like saying it's different. You know, if we were to stay like in from Johannesburg to right. moving into Johannesburg. Yeah. But she's oh. saying it didn't. It would be weird if you just stayed in Kruger's dorp. <laughs> Wait, there's been three. There's Kruger's Turbo, Kruger's Berg, Kruger's Dorp. You guys have given it three names. I need to. I need to have it spelled out in front of me so I can make it. We'll we'll, we'll work on that later. Kazakhstan. Um, Krugstown. Yeah, I actually don't. I mean, I I don't know anything about South Africa, but I do know that you can see like a great like there's great white sharks there, right? Yeah. How far away from the beach are you? Um, Johannesburg's like six hours from Durban and then like 16 hours from Cape Town. But like all the sharks chill out in Durban, so we're like six hours from that. So, yeah, Johannesburg isn't near the water. No, we're up north. Yeah. Hmm. So have you ever seen a shark? I have not seen a shark. I saw a really big fish. Oh, I did actually see a a little shark in a little shark pool. It wasn't like a big shark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen a shark? Have I mean, you seen a shark? I've seen a shark at the aquarium, you know? Like, yeah, I've seen a shark. <laughs> I've caught, like, a sand shark before, but that's not a real shark. That's, like, that's like 18 inches. Yeah. It's like like dogfish look like sharks, like little tiny sharks. Yeah, it might even be the same thing. All right, so how do you describe Philadelphia, New Jersey, United States to your family or friends back home? Like, 
Okay. Um, I always say that Philly is like shitty but cool. Okay. And like alternative, but like yeah. I don't know. I say I like Philly because it's like trashy and shitty, but in like a cool way, not in a very derogatory way at all. I have so much love for Philly. I love it a lot here, but um, yeah, that's how I describe. It. And New Jersey, I actually have a lot of love for New Jersey. I think people give New Jersey a lot of slack, but it's like such a beautiful, green, lush. <laughs> I swear that was, it, 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 like, it uh -uh. was just sand and swamp. That's what I. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, so many trees and yeah, deers and I, little foxes and deers. I, I appreciate. I appreciate your very positive attitude here for both. Uh, I think that you described Philadelphia pretty accurately. You did. And, you did. I like. I wanted like be like, but I'm like, no, you're no. right. <laughs> and, and you are right that New Jersey has a lot of. Um, uh, Variety to it, we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. Apparently, beach. you never got bit by any green head flies while you're there either. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just found out about those today. I'm terrified. Probably, they probably only live for like two weeks at a time. Supply it's like this. All right. Um. So yeah, get their fucks in. Yeah, great. <laughs> so when you're not in Europe dancing, I assume that you do a lot of dancing in Philadelphia. What's the best like? club in the city. I don't go to clubs. I don't know if that's like, I don't even know if people still call them clubs. Oh <laughs> you're, not, you're not even that old yet. Dance halls? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a 45 year old man, so I don't know about clubs. I mean, clubs literally no one's ever been like, do you want to go to a club today? So like, mate, with me. Have so you like, ever offered Erica, Erica, do you want to go to a club? We'll go to like specific, I'll say like go to specific places. I do like to dance, but I don't know about clubs. I don't know. Well, just what is the, like, yeah. what is your, where's, where's your, where's your place of choice? Which of course. Uh, um, I think it also depends what music you're into, but if you like, like, housey techno stuff, which I don't feel like a lot of my friends do like, but, um, like Medusa on a Saturday night is a lot of fun. It's uh -huh. super divey and it's open late. Uh, there's a party called Work the Box there that Erin McCurdy Diamond Girl DJs. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You just make that name up. Just don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably like my favorite dance party. And then Voyeur also has really good dance parties. Yeah. Cool. What about like just m music, like not techno, like just, I don't even know, like dance music. Alright, now let's say, let's say you're trying to, um, maybe not like rage in the club, but like dance with your friends a little bit. Like, uh -huh. what's like maybe a little tamer of a club? Um, yo. Or you don't really do that. You're no, just no, more, no. you're more all out. Just like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do um, it. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm probably gonna be so hated for saying this because there's such a stigma around this place, but like the unicorn party at the Barbary and like Buffant bang out is actually like okay. so much fun because like unicorn party is like hip hop like mainstream I like pop that. music. I like yeah, that. It's so much fun and then you just like grind and twerk all night. Yeah. So that's good. I'm, I think, I'm interested. Clagger and I both live too close to the bar. I like. I liked the Barbary until I lived next to the Barbary, oh, and then I like never went there. Yeah, it's just no, it's Monday like, nights are just very busy. Yeah, which oh, yeah. annoyed the hell out it's of like me. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who Found Bang Out doesn't do it for me. That music gets boring after like five minutes. Yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, you should try Unicorn Party. I was curious about what We're your, what your opinion of, of the Barbary is, so you're, you're two thumbs up? So. Uh, one, th one thumb up. There one, you go. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> So, uh, do you have any, like, dance heroes, like, inspiration, like, 
I don't know, like, I feel like you're, like, kind of serious about your dancing a little bit, so I feel like you, you might know something, or nah, is it just Guys, like... Guys, you're making me feel so good, because I love dancing so much. <laughs> yeah, nobody noticed at, at softball. Nobody has ever noticed you dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't stop it. Um, hey. I what think it's I? great. I just don't distract people like you do. <laughs> I need to see you guys dance. You guys need to dance I more. do dance at softball. Just nobody notices because it's just like, uh. <laughs> I know. I, I, I notice, Buko. I'm going to keep my eyes off next All time. Right. Um, one of my favorite um, dance inspirations is this woman called Pina Bausch. Rest in peace. She's not like very like hip-hop twerky, but um, she's a she was a phenomenal choreographer, dancer, woman. Google her, watch her stuff. Nice. She's yeah, intense. we'll definitely, you know, I have a, I have a little thing about Pina Bow later yeah. in the show. Um, what about the Mummers? What do you think of the Mummers? I love the Mummers! Yeah. Um, I snuck into this past Mummers parade, like, in someone's costume. I just, like, hid behind a wing and then was part of the parade. And that was a lot of fun. I don't really understand what it's about. Nobody understands it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, oh, some like, people, the people on Two Street understand. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so much fun and it's like such an amazing tradition. Like everyone just getting dressed up and marching down the street and having the best time. It is pretty interesting. What is it? Like where it's did that start? You, you'll, have to, uh, you'll have to ask somebody super wasted uh, on Two Street one ne next New Year's. Yeah, I think just like I don't know. nationalistic groups wanted to celebrate New Year's and they also wanted It's super a weird bit that of... Philadelphia wound up having the like of all places, like Philadelphia, like the grey blue capital of like whatever and like all these shiny <laughs> weird Yeah, yeah Mummery is its own unique It's thing. A, it scared the crap out of me when I was a little kid when I went to the parades. Like I was like I fucking hated clowns. You like, went you wait, like, you went to the Mummers Day parade? Yeah, but like in the bleachers, like I didn't go like. Really, I've never ever even gone close to a mummers parade. I lived in Fairmount, like everyone went so? there. All of the neighbors it's not, went. It's not that close know. to Fairmount, though. No, but everybody in the city, like, with like little kids, it's not. I used to watch. I used to watch the parade a lot growing up, and then one day I realized it's like, why am I even doing this? It's like it's awful to watch. I, I think I think it's that great. I just don't understand good. it, and I really enjoy going to Two Street now. Yeah, it's fun. So, at this point, if you were still living in the, in the United States, but not in Philly, where do you think you'd live? That's a difficult question, just because I haven't actually traveled that much in the States, but to be honest, one of my favorite places that I've been to is Columbus, Ohio, but that's a bad thing to say. No, no, it's like, it's, I mean, it's Because they're like very Republican, which I didn't even know about. Well, Columbus, know. Columbus is like probably the most like, um, my friend is moving back there, place in Ohio, right? Yeah, because we're the university. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I just wasn't expecting Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Columbia, I mean, literally, my friend is moving back to Columbus, and I'm, like, giving her a ton of shit about it, and, like, that's just kind of funny that you... The people there <laughs> are so nice, but I think... For sure, that, Midwestern like, nice. Though. Yeah, maybe in my mind, I'd probably go to, like, LA, because it's, like, very fabulous. Have you been to LA? No, but I feel like I'd really fit in there, because, like, 
in my heart of hearts, like when I just take the dog for a walk or I'm just like walking to the store to get something, <laughs> I want to put on some glitter, I want to like dress up, I want to wear platforms, but I feel like in Philly, I just stand yeah. out a lot. Yeah. So I've just started yeah. to wear Sweat like... pants. Yeah. Now I'll just wear black and I feel normal here. Yeah. People <laughs> make a big show in LA of like doing that stuff, right? Yeah. I don't know. Buko, I, had know. A, I had a fantastic time in LA and I don't think it was because I... Think you could be normal or however weird you want in LA. I don't think that, I think that's probably pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine you in LA having a good time. Yeah, I definitely need to travel there. Yeah, at some point. it's a lot different than Philadelphia. So, it's too hot there. Right is now. there? Do you guys do South Africans eat French fries? Yes, we call them chips. Yeah, chips, 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 chips. chips. fish and <laughs> chips. Man. Yeah. All right. Do you guys use ketchup? Mayo, vinegar, like what is the condiment? So you use like ketchup if it's like deep fried, but then there's also these things called slup chips, which are like, um, <laughs> they're like floppy chips. Um, so are they like boiled or like what's it, or is it just um, not fried as much, you think? It's just not fried as much, but they're like floppy, do you know what I mean? And then you put vinegar on them and yeah. then you get them in like a newspaper. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I sort of know what you mean. It's like potato slices. Exactly, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Those are delicious. Okay, so like give me an example of like something in, from where you're from that, because uh, I, I don't know, like Johanna, like something regional that like, people from Philly would never, like, you know, like a weird food, or like a local food, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Um, so a big thing in South Africa is bultong, which is hilarious because whenever I tell people in the States about it, they're like, oh, bultong, you can get that in, like, Chinatown. But yeah. No, it's biltong, which is basically just, like, dry meat. That's yeah, really but it's good. their tongue, right? No, no, it's no, no tongue. tongue. <laughs> uh, so, tongue. Then what is it? So, it's like B I L T O N G. Oh, bill tongue. Bill tongue. Bill tongue. So yeah. is it? Is it it's like cow? What is? Um, it's like buck. Okay. Normal buck, and then they cut yeah. up the buck, and then they hang it, and then it dries, and then you eat it. So it's oh. but so it's, it's not like jerky. It's not. Uh, like jerky. Sounds like no, jerky, no. which it sounds it sounds way better than bull tongue to me. It's more meaty and raw than what jerky is. Okay. Yeah, so, it's really good. Interesting. So it's not dried as much as it's drained. Or is it not drained? Alright, sorry. Alright, I'm maybe I'm, I'm, <laughs> asking you to times. Okay. Bloody, but do you, yeah. Do you have any? Most of the most of the people I know that grew up internationally have like pretty good like the United States was like way different than I expected because of this like story. Do you have like a story like that where you're like culturally this is like a little bit different than I expected or anything like that, like in your first couple of days here or anything like that? Um, I think I definitely had stereotypes about the States, about like, oh, I'm gonna be like very thin and skinny there because everyone is like, wait, wait, so that was a big shock. I feel like a lot of people are very health conscious here, or at least in my like peripheral zone um that was the thing and then also when i moved to jersey i literally thought that everyone was going to be like guidos like jersey oh. shore and, and that turned out to be true yeah yeah, yeah. most <laughs> only, only most people um other than that not really I'm trying to think <clears throat> no do you ever run into people from south africa no i don't think that i've actually ever met anyone from South Africa but I always met 
I'm, yeah. I always meet people that know someone from South Africa. They're like, yeah. oh, I've worked with someone. Yeah. Like, I had a bunch of South African friends yeah. growing up. A bunch? Yeah, the, the, there's like a, I guess a small Jewish, or a decent sized Jewish community in South Africa at one point, and like they went to, a lot of them left at around the same time, and uh, went to went to Jew school with me, and like I was friends with them. <laughs> okay. And they got super, and I like, had, I remember watching like the World Cup of Cricket or something like that with with them and being very confused by it's the a whole very thing. South African thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. They they bought like cable just so that they could watch the the World Cup of Cricket. And I was like, this is crazy. This game is stupid. <laughs> I do have one story though. I was in New York and we went to this like really fancy Japanese restaurant and um, I like overheard the table next to me and I. It, like sounded like they were South Africans. So I was like, hey, where are you guys from? They're like, oh, we're from South Africa. I was like, cool, rad, like which part? Oh, Johannesburg. We're in Johannesburg. Oh, we're actually from like Krugersdorp. I was like, no ways. I'm from Krugersdorp. Like where in Krugersdorp? We literally lived a street away oh, from each no. other. Like not even a block. How's it? That, that's small insane. World, big world. Big As, world, small Especially because you just like, you just like, we're like, those people sound like they're from South Africa. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. Which do you get more, Australian or British? Um, <laughs> or, or like, Oh, yeah. that's a hard one. I feel like it's 50-50, but probably British more. When I first heard you, I thought Australian. But I thought Australian like, as well. Yeah. And you never really think of South Africa. I never really think of South Africa. And again, I had South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> sort of glazes over that. <laughs> So, have you been playing uh, Pokemon Go? I have. I was, like, hardcore in the beginning. Like, as soon as I got it, I kind of became obsessed with it. Like, to the point that on the third day of playing, I was walking home, and out of nowhere, a little raccoon ran across the road, and my first instinct, without <laughs> thinking, was to, like, grab my phone and catch it. Nice, nice. Like, oh, I need to stop playing this game. So, um, I've cut down on the Pokemon Go, because I, I thought it was a little bit unhealthy. Yeah, I, yeah, I have to say that I hit level 20 today, and I, <gasps> and I, and I opened Ooh. up, a, and I, I hatched a 10k egg, and I, what was it? and I hate myself. What is the 10k egg? It's it was a it was a high level magmar. I got a high level Lapras. It was awesome. Oh, Lapras Great. is pretty sick. Yeah. But yeah, like I I hate the game. I I hate myself. It, it does. It, yeah, I <laughs> kind of hate myself a little bit too. The dog got an awful lot of walks in the first like couple of days. Yeah. Like I just keep on taking you out. He just would be like, I really I really just wanted to lie on the couch, dude. But yeah. Are you guys still playing it as avidly, or like, have you... No, definitely not as avidly as yeah. before. Here and there, uh, yeah, I'm still playing it. I still like to, <laughs> I mean, like, I still like, I like to take my time at work going to get a cup of coffee, so I really maybe take a circuitous route. Pokemon gives me, like, a decent excuse for myself. I'm like, oh, there's a <laughs> squirtle over there, I'm going to go get that. This is a lot of fun. Uh, do you watch any reality shows? Probably too many. I used to watch a lot of real reality shows growing up, but um, there's yeah. a big thing in South Africa. We've got like a lot of American TV, and oh. yeah, reality shows kind of are addictive. I think they're pretty intense. So Big Brother, stuff Big about. Brother, a big one, and I know that's like a big UK show. So I don't know. We used to watch Big Brother when it like first came out. I used to watch a lot of it, but I like. Did you guys ever see the show like Bridal Plasty? Have you even heard about it? Bridal plasty? Yeah. Is it like about so, like why uh, <laughs> brides getting like 
plastic somewhere surgery. between Brad's, yeah. yeah, Bradzilla's. They like compete surgery. to get plastic surgery for their wedding day. So it's Ugh. like I want no job, a boob job, a butt job, this, and then they do competitions, and then if they win the competition, they get the surgery. Isn't that so messed Ew. up? Ooh, so wait, messed what up. are the competitions like? Um, it, I can't really remember, but like I don't know, like dumb egg races I don't know oh it's a that's a great concept for a show <laughs> like you're not beautiful get some plastic surgery so someone will want to marry that was, you that was a that was a phase of reality television extreme makeover oh yeah I mean that was like a thing right? like they like wouldn't let them look at a mirror for oh, like yeah. half a year and then they're like look at yourself and she's like oh my god I'm beautiful yeah and it's like okay the, now I need to pay for it the narrative <laughs> the narrative is just so completely fucked up with that like those Fox that did the huge one it was like you guys are all ugly but we're gonna gonna make you beautiful and then we're gonna talk about how much better you are now that you're beautiful yeah. and like the the results were kind of really awful it would have been a lot better if it's like you're beautiful because like we found out that you're like uh, interesting and cool instead of being like we've changed the outside of your body completely and it's taken like right? hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars and the person's like oh i'm so much better now like ugh. so awful it's awful so awful i used to like because it would like it would have like sort of like a 3D output. Buko like was on Extreme Makeover. It's true. And I honestly, used to be it a lot I'm really, I'm actually pretty happy with You're it. You're such an amazing person now. <laughs> I know. Before I was clearly ugly on the outside, ugly on the yeah. inside. Now I'm just moderately attractive on the outside, moderately attractive hey, they on the did, inside. Hey, they did the best they could. They, did <laughs> they the really they did. Could, yeah. They, they worked their magic. It's up to me to maintain it. <laughs> Alright, before we get into the uh, softball things, I just want to ask you one more question. Uh, if you were to retake any class that you took in college or high school or something like that, uh, what would it be? And this is kind of like, now that I'm like a little older, maybe I could like appreciate it more or something like that. Um, I would retake... I don't really like school <laughs> or like anything that I studied. How's it? Do what you love. Um, I did a lot of like musical theatre in school, so I'd probably like to do that again. Um, English, I should have paid more attention in history. Nah. I don't know. Math. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I'm really enjoying taking chemistry right now. Retaking really? chem. Or, Retaking chemistry. No, but like for real. Um, yeah, but I'm like. <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you know, softball podcast, time for the softball questions. Uh, how clear are you to the rules of softball? Very clear. No, I have no idea what's going on. So, did you... <laughs> there's ba I assume that baseball and softball are played in South Africa to some extent. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. a bad assumption. I personally don't know. It's like, I guess, like, how rugby would be here. So maybe there's, like, specialized little clubs mm -hmm. that I don't know about. But, like, it's definitely something that, like, you don't really watch on TV. So I, like, literally know nothing about softball. Yeah, baseball. maybe there is no South African softball. Yeah, like, I'm sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that there's something. I mean, there's probably enough expats anyway uh, from, like, the yeah. U.S. Yeah. I'm sure that they, it exists to an extent. Probably not even as big as rugby, because U.S. and it's a decent-sized U.S. rugby contingent. Bigger than ever now, I would yeah. say, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's essentially, like, I'm sure it barely exists there. 
So is it like the first time you were at softball was kind of the first time that you've been like exposed to this like sport? Yeah, I did watch a Phillies game, like a baseball game, and that was like the first time that I'd ever seen um, the sport. And then yeah, softball coming to the game was like the second time. That oh, I'd nice. Ever seen well, yeah. I assume you you asked all the questions when we went to the Phillies, and you you know totally paid attention to the strategy and the yeah. tactics and uh-huh. all that stuff. I yeah, had a notebook. Yeah, nice. Very educated. Did you ever play like? cricket or anything where you like had a bat and ball experience or nope nope is that so, i played like field hockey that's kind of like a, a bat and a ball a little bit <laughs> um yeah that was about it okay so there you go but you obviously immediately fell in love with it uh I think <laughs> so, do you do you remember the first game and who brought you there um i kind of do. I know that my first game I went with Alex Danoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she introduced me. can't remember it very clearly, but I know that I had a lot of fun and I was just like, wow, this is such a great way to spend a night and this is such a fun game. Even though I'm terrible at it, I really enjoy it. I just remember neither of you two wore shoes. That's what I remember <laughs> specifically. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is this is, oh this, is this is great, but maybe not the best <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, I, I feel like the, the shoes that they brought were probably not right for the sport either. So I that's think, true. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Alex was probably wearing like heeled boots or yeah, something. Probably. Probably. That's so, hilarious. so what's your strategy when batting? <clears throat> that's when you're like hitting the ball. I didn't have the strategy until Buko started coaching me. There you go, Buko. And yeah. yes, he also gives me some good advice. So, um, first priority is just try to make contact with the ball, but I've learned, like, when I hit, I shouldn't spin around, I should keep my feet (laughs) on the ground (laughs) and not move. Um, I should wait for the ball and I should start with the back, the bat, like, behind and not in front. I think you got a lot of potential. I've realized I was flooding you a little bit with too much information. <laughs> it's just a problem. Like you just wanted to teach. You're trying to give them, trying to give you all of the information that you need and that need, needs to be done. And like, I think you got like plenty, a lot of potential. Though. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That honestly makes me feel so good. I think you. I mean, you make contact whenever you're like concentrating. You make contact with the ball. Yeah. Regularly, which yeah. is. Some people have a lot of trouble with that. Yeah, and the attitude is totally the right way. You know, the attitude's way more important than almost anything else. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not true, though. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, so, yeah, I don't know. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that I really do feel like when Buko coaches me that it helps. Because when I'm just doing my own thing, it's... Never goes very well. You ever thought about going to the batting cages? You ever been to the batting cages? I've been to the batting cages um, for shows, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe I should just go practice. Because what if I'm actually just an undercover like softball legend? That's it. I, I think that there's... Seems likely. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just like going to the batting cages. It's nice. The batting cages are nice. I like the dude that works there with the mustache. He's nice. Is he cool? He's a nice guy. Right. So, who's your favorite uh, teammate? Um, you can't say Buko. That's okay. not true. You can definitely say me. Hey, you're just mad because a lot of people said that. No, <laughs> I'm not mad. Go pick somebody else. <laughs> um, I really like Kate. She makes me laugh, and she's great. And she's a little 
dynamite. She's so little and she kills it all the time. Solid. Yeah. I feel like you like dancing to her selections on the softball playlist. The most. Always, yeah. yeah. I feel like I kind of want to get together like a cheerleader dance squad. Definitely. I mean, if you want to, but honestly, like, we're more of a like everyone plays. You know, I don't want to. Don't want you to be on the sidelines. Although cheering on your team, totally fine, totally acceptable. Cheering is fine. You should definitely do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, fielding. How how confident do you feel in your fielding ability? Um, I I would say about a six out of ten because I felt like yeah. That's really confident. No, six is really no. I think you should be confident. You should be confident. I I think you should be confident. I think you're lower though because when somebody asks if you want to play on the infield, you're like you're like no, put me far away. Um, I'm very, I'm very, very scared of getting hit in the face by the ball. Oh, you shouldn't be afraid of it. It's not going to happen. I literally have seen a guy get hit in the face, Who? and then Gabe got hit in the face. He didn't get hit, he got hit it in the shoulder. Close, and he was fine. Both, both of those, everyone's always been fine. Except for, and maybe Aaron Kaplan Who got once. Hit in the he got hit in the, um, Chris Malpe. Yeah. Cousin Chris. Oh. Yeah. That awful. That was pretty bad. But that was like a freak thing. And he walked, he walked away from it. But Softballs he was don't very really. Sad. It's a it's a big ball. It doesn't really hurt. It's it's like, you know, you don't a hard ball. You don't want to get hit, but a softball, it's soft. That's why that's why they call it softball. <laughs> um, I'll come to terms with that eventually. Maybe I'll start playing more ambitious fielding. I think I think it's good because like you got I think good instincts. You get the ball in very quickly from right field. Like do I? Well, no. Like some people like they like pick it up and they sort of like don't know where to go with it. So they sort of hold it. And look, oh, you yeah, sort of just like get it. You just sort of throw in. it to somebody, uh, which is actually no. That's the right uh, thing to do. Just throw it to somebody on the infield. They have a better ch- like a yeah, better yeah, chance yeah. of getting somebody out than like you holding it does. So like, I got, I think it's good instincts. I've stopped I like just, three balls, which I'm very proud of. That's pretty good. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't touch the ball once last game. The fielding. I'm sorry. That's I'm probably for the best. It's definitely, definitely for the best. <laughs> yeah, you're a little scared of the ball these days, but I guess. No, shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you the three questions we ask everybody. Um, so, Claudette, if you could design a hot dog to reflect your personality, what would the Pumbo dog be? Okay, um. So, I think that if. I could design a hot dog. I would first of all like get bread rolls that I would take like food coloring and then make them like pink. Okay. And then I would take like hot dog meat with like a dolphin cookie cutter and then cut out like little dolphin shaped meat things. Okay. And then put them in there and then I would take ketchup and mayonnaise, mix it together so it's like a pink sauce. sauce. Special sauce. Special sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then put like edible glitter in it. Oh my god. So Stephanie is nodding vehemently from the side. <laughs> so it's a pink bun with oh, dolphin-shaped. the bun to blue. Okay, it's a blue bun with pink yeah. dolphins, or I guess the a hot dog meat-shaped yeah. dolphins with hot pink. Hot dogs might be made out of dolphins already. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's I mean, amazing. That. Yeah. So it would be like they were swimming in the ocean because the bun was the ocean. Yeah. Oh, blue. Yeah, oh, it makes sense. And then you also can put like sparklers in it. Be careful when you're eating the sparklers. Oh, that's a, that's my yeah. favorite hot dog. I mean, eventually we're here. gonna come up with a cookbook, or we're gonna have like a cookout. We're gonna make uh, all the hot dogs. This I one think might actually your hot dog is gonna be the yeah the most difficult, but definitely the the highest reward for yeah, making it. Absolutely. Okay, uh, and if you had to have a personal mascot similar to the Philly fanatic at the Phillies games, you know, like something in a big costume that walks around with you and cheers you up, what yeah. would your mascot be? 
Um, I don't know if you guys know him, but his name is Potty Steve. Do you know Potty Steve? Yeah, Potty Steve. Steve. Yeah, so Potty Steve has a hilarious, um, like, mascot outfit that he wears that is really funny. I just love Potty Steve. He's like my mascot in real life so I'd have Potty Steve as my mascot because I love him. <laughs> love you Potty Steve. Nice. See, nice. definitely listen to this. <laughs> it's nice and easy. And finally, what would your walk-up music be? That's like when you're coming up to bat, just like 30 seconds, set the tone, set your yeah. mood, pump you up. No, no way. Absolutely, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And then Party Steve can hold you up like oh that. Oh my right? God. <laughs>that was our podcast uh it it was good it was nice to nice to see your beautiful face clegger nice to see you too buka uh it's also nice to see you too but nice you, know, you know it's like you know like we haven't done a podcast in weeks and this was it was nice this should get us back in the swing of things gotta have we're gonna have to come up with i think we're gonna have to come up with ways to spice up this relationship clegger we're gonna have to come up with new new special ways to like la la yeah exactly you've changed buka <laughs> No, I'm totally down. Uh, yep, thanks for listening. Alright. Okay, fine. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, right. yeah. Hopefully we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Uh, it's gonna be hot, probably. It's yeah, hot. it's gonna be hot.